Welcome to the Corbell Career Cast, the podcast from the Office of Career and Professional Development at the Joseph Corbell School of International Studies at the University of Denver. Today we are joined by Will Smock Egan and Leah Hapner, who works at the FBI here in the Denver field office. Will, thank you for uh, interviewing Leah today, and I'm going to hand it over to you. Great. Thank you so much, Rayanne. Leah, how are you doing today? I'm pretty peachy. Thanks for asking. Excellent. Excellent. Um, So let's just get started. Uh, When did you graduate from Corbell? 2011 in the June normal time frame. Excellent. That's that's awesome. And uh, what did you study while you were here? International security was my main program. And then I took a bunch of the international law programs as my concentration. Excellent. That's great. Um, And if you would just uh, talk a little bit about where you work now and your position within your organization. Sure. I am the community outreach specialist. Well, one of two now for FBI Denver. And my job is to build non-investigative relationships with communities across Colorado and Wyoming for purposes of education and awareness programming and things like that. Great. That sounds like a very cool position. Thank you again for being on. (laughs) So uh, how did you get into this field? How did you get into the FBI? Um, I mean, from a very young age, I read a lot of Nancy Drew and of course wanted to be a detective. Um, I had moved to Washington, D.C. after graduating from Corbell, since that's kind of what everyone did. And I started as a government contractor. So I worked for uh, Maine DOJ. I worked for the Small Business Administration. I worked for the Department of Homeland Security in their geospatial management office. And my very last contract was at the FBI in the Criminal Investigative Division, where I did a lot of writing and coordinating of letters and correspondence and things that would go to the Hill or upper levels of the FBI or over to the White House. Um, And then after a couple of months, they were like, hey, do you want to be an official employee? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then a year and a half later, I was an official FBI employee. So I started as a contractor in 2014. And then by 2016, I was an official FBI employee. That's great. And you got the opportunity to come back to Denver, which I I hope is good for you. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Um, So in your estimation, what sort of person succeeds in the FBI? Um, You have to be, you have to have a lot of initiative first, because you're going to get thrown a lot of different things and having to prioritize them and knowing when to take the lead and track something down, or just figuring out who to ask. Because once you're here, there's a whole, and maybe this is common in other offices and agencies and organizations as well, but you get more done with the relationships that you have and knowing who does what and meeting with those people than going through some of the more like formalized requests of emailing somebody important and waiting for your email to chain around to the right person. So having that initiative to go seek out the people that you need to get information from or the people who are in charge of something that you might have to write about. Um, Also flexible and adaptable there's things coming at you from all over the place. You know, one day in my position, at least I could be in Durango throwing a teen event or a youth event. And the next day I could be working in our command post with a crisis situation or um, out 
somewhere in Wyoming since we cover two states. And then also communication and collaboration, as I indicated before with the initiative, just being able to figure out who you need, how to get information from them and build what you need to do, working with others. It's a team environment, even though I'm only on a team of two now, I was a team of one before. And so having to basically embed myself with other people to get programming created that I wanted to bring to the community. That's great. Thank you so much. That sounds like really helpful skills for navigating the bureaucracy in general. So thank you for all that. And I went to high school in Durango, so it's a beautiful place. Uh, what are some of the skills for students like Corbell? I think some would be interested in maybe more field work for the FBI, whereas some would be more on the bureaucratic side. Do you think there are important differentiations between skills between the two positions? Is there anything that you would emphasize between each one? I would say it depends on the role that you want. So pretty much all of the roles that exist in the field exist at FBI headquarters, but that cannot be the same if you were to reverse it. So at FBI headquarters, I was a management and program analyst, and that's a lot of understanding um, data and research and then writing that in an executive level format. While you have those skills there that will transfer to what I do out here in the field office, it's much more of um, that kind of, we don't do policy, but it's very similar to that, like writing towards an end goal in terms of managing resources and things like that. An example is um, a task force enhancement. I was able to do kind of like a budget pass back. So understanding like this is how much money they gave us for task forces and then figuring out what programs and initiatives that we can speak to to get Congress to give us an extra bump in money. Um, so research and writing for sure. Public speaking, absolutely, whether you are a special agent or do community outreach like I do or work at headquarters as a management and program analyst. Same thing with the intelligence analysts or the tactical analysts, being able to brief those kinds of skills, being able to write concisely. Um, one of the classes that was really popular when I was at Corbell was, I think, it was a communication, a professional communications class where you had to write memos and things like that. And that has been one of the most useful classes, being able to get all the information up front and center in terms of not having 15, 20 pages, but distilling it down to one, two or three. That makes sense. Yeah, I've had a couple of those classes as well. And learning how to write for the government is it's very helpful, I think. So um, it sounds like you had a little bit of an atypical transition into the FBI working as a contractor first. Um, do you think that there are any experiences specifically that students that were interested in applying should try to pursue any things that they should work on now, paid or unpaid internships, anything like that, that you think would help them transition into the FBI if that's their end goal? Sure. So if you're able to go to fbijobs.gov, you can see the list of the competencies that we have. I mentioned like flexibility and adaptability, that kind of stuff. Um, but pretty much anything where you are working on those skills and competencies, because that's what we look for when we hire people. We wanna see those, that set of things exhibited in your resume or in your interview. So there's not any one job or career path that'll make you more competitive to the FBI. Um, people think you have to study like criminology or international affairs. Yes, sure, we have those people, I am one of them, but we also have people who have been meteorologists or who have studied English. We have people who have studied pretty much everything and have done all different kinds of things before they've come to the FBI. 
some have worked in corporate finance, some have been teachers, some have been school counselors. So really whatever skills that you gain up until you start seeking employment with the FBI, as long as you can speak to those in a way that resonates with those competencies, any experience will be fine. Excellent. Thank you so much for the information. Uh, how would you say that the FBI focuses on diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the organization in the Bureau? Sure. I think it was last year or the year before. Um, that's when we hired or not hired, but created a position in charge of diversity for the FBI. We definitely have a lot of improvement to do or to make. So we just celebrated the 50th year of women as special agents. Up until that point, they were not allowed to be special agents. That would have been 1972. Um, but now every field office has diversity and inclusion coordinators. So specifically from the field office level, we are working to both enhance our like cultural knowledge and awareness and understanding of different ethnicities and experiences across the United States, as well as work on internal things like what can we do to make our meetings more inclusive? What can we do to make sure we are getting to know people and making sure that our newer employees who aren't necessarily from Denver feel welcome and like they belong at the FBI. So we have field office initiatives, as well as this big umbrella initiative at FBI headquarters that's making sure that our hiring is getting out to different communities who might not necessarily have ever thought of the FBI. We had a huge um, initiative with the historically black colleges and universities. Of course, Denver doesn't have any of those, well, Colorado and Wyoming. So then we are focusing on the minority serving institutions, which is how we ended up doing a program with Fort Lewis College in Durango. So kind of starting a lot lower than the recruitment process in terms of like basic this is what we have to offer you one day. So we have to work a lot younger and getting students who are in high school a lot more interested in us than they might have ever been before because it's really hard to get into the FBI, especially a special agent position right out of college. Some of the Intel analyst positions are a lot easier, some of the other positions as well, but we have to make sure that we are reaching the places that don't necessarily think of us. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's that's really great to hear that it's constantly being striven for uh, better and bolder approaches to that, especially with mentioning uh, Fort Lewis. I know all the work that the FBI does down on the tribal lands in southwest Colorado. So having the yes. opportunity to have people in the bureau that represent those communities and are able yes. to work with them. It was that's awesome. Fantastic. I think I think 40% of our students at that event were native or indigenous. So it was the most thing, or the thing that I'm the most proud of in my entire time as an outreach specialist so far. That is fantastic. Wow, that, that is so good to hear. I didn't know any of that. <laughs> um, so for you personally, how would you describe your work environment? And do you have the opportunity to work across a lot of departments, uh, work on different projects within the FBI? How, how does that look for you? Yes. So my position spans basically every program. So whether I'm building the program myself or working with the special agents and analysts and other staff who work in programs. So one of the things I do is frauds and scams. Um, my job is education and awareness. So I partner with our other squads to bring that content to the public. 
So the example I gave was frauds and scams. We did a huge in-person program in January, 2020, and then we worked with a university to do a virtual program at the end of 2020. Um, we do cyber outreach. So we have a private sector coordinator who reaches out to businesses and things like that. And I make sure that he has the context that he needs as well as different materials. We do a lot with online safety for kids and sextortion and human trafficking. So in the teen academies that I put on, I have someone presenting on online safety and what that looks like and what to do if you send photos that you probably shouldn't have sent and who to contact and things like that. So I span all the different programs and really get to continue building my knowledge of the FBI and what we do because even though I've been here for six years officially, eight years with the two that were unofficial, I feel like I'm still learning stuff on the regular about what kind of programs that we have and how I can bring that to the general population. That's fantastic, yeah. Having that opportunity to work hand in hand with these communities, I think sounds like a really cool opportunity for you. So um, if there are anyone that is a little bit, I, I think a lot of people that apply for the FBI feel like that is their chosen career, the thing that they really want to pursue for a long time, probably until their retirement. But if there's anyone on the fence, anyone who's unsure about the benefits that the Bureau would offer, uh, do you have any advice or commentary on professional development opportunities or other benefits that you see working with the Bureau beyond just um, those interested in, in that sort of thing? Sure. Uh, first, I would say, don't let yourself be the one to tell you no. Um, apply anyway. You never know where it could lead. Um, in terms of things that I've gained, so I was able to do part of a joint duty assignment to the White House Situation Room and really have like a front row seat to foreign policy, like at the highest levels of the government. So that is one of the other highlights of my career despite the crazy hours and the switching to work nights and days and things like that, but just working in that truly interagency environment where all these different people are coming together to work in the situation room as a duty officer or a watch officer and paying attention to what's going on across the globe and alerting like the White House principals and the National Security Council and all of these people as to what's happening. That for sure, for any Corbell student will really put that whole like foreign policy, international political economy, all the theories that we had, and then all the more, I guess, practical classes with like security and things like that and human rights into perspective. Um, you also have the opportunity to go overseas depending on your role, whether it's longer term or short term. I've gotten to go to a bunch of different field offices to train people, to work on other outreach related programs, so you really can make it your own depending on what you want to do and how far you want to push and what skill set you want to develop. You can learn different languages if you would want to go overseas. We have linguists who work with FBI employees in addition to what they do in their normal lives. So yeah, don't be like don't be the one to tell yourself no if you have any interest at all, the slightest inkling, you just don't know what it could lead to. That is great advice. Thank you so much. Uh, I know you just went through a lot of things that are uh, interesting and compelling about the FBI and some of the opportunities that you would get there. Um, do you have any 
one or two personal things that you really uh, enjoy? Do you have any favorite things about working for the Bureau? Um, everyone says this and it's so, I don't like first, I mean, the people are pretty great. I don't know. I've never had any other like mission oriented experience. I was not in the military or anything like that, but the people that you work with it, there are certain times when it really is all hands on deck and it's really like fascinating and like heartwarming to see everybody come together when you need to come together. Yes, I might struggle one day on finding someone to speak to a student because a lot of other people are busy and the student's deadline is coming up. But when there is that crisis situation or that event where we all have to be paying attention and doing our jobs, that is one of my favorite things to see. Um, yeah, I, I, that's probably the only one, I guess, that comes to mind immediately. I thought you were going to ask a totally different question. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was going to ask? I thought you were going to be like, great, here are some positive things. What are some negative things? So okay, like, what is your least favorite thing about working for the Bureau? <laughs> ah, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, we're always a secure environment. So sure. like teleworking is not really an option for the majority of people. Um, I'm probably the one person who gets to do it kind of on like an ad hoc basis. Like, oh, you have a Zoom meeting? Well, we're not allowed to use Zoom in the FBI. So or on pers like FBI devices. So sure. I go home and I use my personal computer to do any Zoom related things. And then I go back to the office or just schedule them before I go in or at the end of the day. So that's, you know, we're not uh, making strides in that area due to the nature of our work and the security of the information and that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. I think a lot of Corbell students will have that in their professional careers, depending on what fields they go into. I, I am personally anticipating that when I graduate. Right. Do you have, I know that you mentioned uh, the website and the uh, opportunities for employment through that. Do you have any um, next steps for students interested in working or interning with the Bureau? And when they're applying, do you think that there's uh, any skills that they should highlight in the application or any way of completing that application that makes them uh, a more appealing candidate for the, for the Bureau? Sure, we do have internships and those have already closed and you have to apply a year in advance. And for graduate students, it's really hard because you have to uh, basically determine if you want to apply at the beginning of the academic year. And then you can't apply when you are in your second year unless you are continuing on through either a PhD or extending through another uh, semester or something. You have to be a continuing student. So it's a little bit easier for undergraduate students. But that's really the only thing that we have to intern. And it's basically a super lengthy process. It makes you go through all of the same things to be an FBI employee as FBI employees would do. So your polygraph and your SF-86 and a drug test and all that kind of stuff and a background check. So it takes a long time. After college or grad school, we have collegiate hiring programs and those can be super specific. Like oh, we've been hiring data analysts, right? And so you have to have a specific skill set for that. Or maybe you want to get into the forensic accountant program. Well, there are certain specific requirements for that one as well. So I would say, depending on what you want to do, the easiest 
in terms of easy is special agent because you can have any degree that you want and there aren't necessarily certifications or skill sets that you have to have because you go to Quantico for those five or six months. Um, Intel analysts will obviously want to showcase a lot of writing at various levels and different programs, but most things are going to have like the specific requirements on the website, not necessarily just any position. Sure, that makes sense. Well, thank you so much for your time today. That is all the questions that I had. Uh, is there anything that you would like to add to sum up? Anything I didn't touch on that you would like to talk about? Um, just a shout out to Corbell students. I hope that you once upon a time do Senex, the um, crisis negotiation simulation kind of thing. I'm one of the four co-founders. I still chat with my fellow co-founders on the regular. And so just know that the relationships that you make last as long as you want them to, and you can have your own little lasting impact at Corbell if you choose to. Great, that is, that is fantastic. And we love Senex at Corbell. So thank you so much for the work you did there. Um, well, thank you again for taking the time out of your day. I think this will be really helpful for a lot of students. I, I hope so at least. And uh, thank you again for everything. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I want to add my thanks uh, again on behalf of the Corbell community and the Office of Career and Professional Development to both you, Will, for, the, for interviewing Leah and Leah for taking the time to, to join us today. It's such a, a, a coup that we have you here in the Denver field office and in a position that you can, that you're not undercover and can, can speak to our students. And so we are just um thrilled that you um, are always giving back to the Corbell community in this way. And we're just on campus earlier this fall um, to do an information session. Thank you so much for all of that. Um, so uh, on that note, I hope that all of you listening will join us next time on the Corbell Career Cast. And um, thank you both again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.